you get for doubting me. And same thing going to Ann's yesterday. It's like, eh. I never doubted. I, yeah. You, no, I, I didn't. He just yeah, was unaware that I'll be the judge. I'll be the all judge I said, of that. All I said was that we've never, I've never eaten here before. I didn't even know this place existed. And then you said. It's the best. You said, it's the best. I said, I'll be the judge of that. Yeah. And that means I'm looking forward to being the judge of it. That doesn't mean I doubt your thing. I was actually upset <laughs> that you'd never told me about the place that was so good. Freaking Ann, shout out. Uh, <laughs> actually, not a shout out. I'm never going there again because. Yeah, <laughs> pulled a pulled a fast one on me yesterday, and I wasn't able to get the tab. You know, we'll talk about that in a little bit. We'll I don't think we've it. even started officially yet. Nope. Oh, we <laughs> Welcome out, everybody. Welcome again. It's Golden Boys and Jonathan and Jared and Corey. That's the big Golden Boys. That's the, yep, that's us. Uh, Here we are. This is episode number four. Four. Cuatro. <laughs> Good one. Yeah, I've been, really been uh, practicing. Yeah, I've been you know, reading books. I've <laughs> been reading my uh, English to Spanish dictionary yeah. <laughs> every night. Good, good, good. Uh, right on. Well, uh, the end. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't prepared for that. Uh, very cool. So we're 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 back in the podcast uh, studio, and that's got coffee everywhere. Nope. <laughs> um. <laughs> and you know who has to clean that up? Nobody. Jonathan. I, I might Probably pick it up. I don't know. I've gotten up. really sloppy over the last few months, guys, if you haven't noticed. Dude, we've noticed. Yeah. Shut up. You guys don't even take out the trash. <laughs> There's nowhere to take Where it Where do we take it? <laughs> your house? Just put it on the corner somewhere. I'm not going to take it to your house <laughs> no, without your No, there's a trash free. can on the corner. Just keep on stacking it up. They'll eventually oh, see it. I take it. stuff out to that trash can in the corner, but it's winter right now, and I don't want to go outside. Yeah, it's freezing oh, cold. Yeah, like I said, you don't take out the trash. <laughs> <laughs> I take it out to the trash can right here inside the studio. Yeah. She's like pointing at me. Congrats. Little yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's like a trash can. <laughs> Oh, awesome. I'm glad you're throwing away trash. Anyways, what's up? So, uh, we've had a few things happen since the last episode. Yeah, it's true. Things have happened since the last episode. <laughs> we've had uh, we've had some updates happen over at the, the new place. Yes, we have. Joe has been uh, working and working and working, and I don't think the guy ever stops. No, dude. His fingers? No flesh, only bones. <laughs> <laughs> he, uh, he did... Uh, hit his finger on the grinder and I was like, dude, why you got duct tape on your finger? He's like, dude, I hit that sweet meat. <laughs> I was like, oh, that makes me, oh, that hurts. It's like, don't to, say sweet meat. Like went that. down to the sweet meat. <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, he. Uh, you almost died at the studio. <laughs> true statement. With the grinder. Yeah. <laughs> don't, don't use a grinder. Or, you know, don't take the guard off. That, again, I, however, did not. I just didn't think about it because I was trying to get work done. I was like, oh, yeah, there's not a, you know, a guard on this when I was using it. Just for, you know, you listeners, don't use an angle grinder without a guard. Those discs break off and shoot you. <laughs> right in the uh, chest. You, you, right in the, you the almost heart. got impaled. I, I really did. No, no joke. I was... I was on the scissor lift. I was like literally cutting nails off the ceiling that was holding the plaster and all that. And like I cut the nail and it didn't even like break on the nail. And I was like bringing it down. And as I was bringing it down, no joke, the disc broke 
and it shot, literally almost cut my nipple off, <laughs> hit me in the chest, and I literally, I dropped the angle grinder, and I lifted up my shirt real quick, because I swear, it hurt so bad, I thought something was impaled into my chest. Oh. And then I was like, nope, the reason why it hurt so bad is it straight hit the nip. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, okay, I'm going to wait a little bit, and then lifted up my shirt, and there's just this, <laughs> just boom, just this, yeah, not gash, but like a, yeah. my heart was like palpitating the rest of the day. I was like <laughs> straight shot to the heart. Then my wife officially said I can no longer go over there and work at the space because well, you, you got you also got your foot ran over with the with the lift. Yeah, that too. The walked, danger zone walked funny for a bit. Yeah. So uh, yeah, that's that's some some uh, you know updates. So so the moral of the story is if you're gonna do. Um, you know, demolition and construction work and stuff. Hire professionals. Mm -hmm. But if you can't afford a professional, <laughs> just do it yourself. <laughs> but do it put yourself your life hurt. on the line. <laughs> <laughs> Risk getting hurt. Yeah. Uh, but it's looking good, though. It is. It's, again, I, I said this last time, it's, it's looking good, and it's come so far. Yeah. So far. But <laughs> it's still like, ugh. A lot to go. Yeah, how many, you know... Like how many more steps until we like actually start throwing up some walls and lights? Yeah, exactly. Electricities. <laughs> Electricities. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's funny, man. They, they we went over there the other day, and Joe's been, uh, you know, doing a lot of the mortar because a lot of the brick needed, you know, that building's very old, yeah. and it needed, you know, some some fresh mortar work done on the brick. And as I was doing that, he's like, the walls just crumbling in his hands, like bricks yeah. are just falling out. And he, so he had to rebuild like several chunks of the wall. Yeah. Like two and a half, three feet by three feet, like sections to where he was just like, he's like his big thing. He told me this. Cause I'm like, dude, don't go to like town, like definitely make it look good. But I also told him, I was like, you know, a big thing with the studio is, you know, the air, you know, like dust settling on countertops and us doing white shirts and all that. Yeah. He's like, I'm going to try to, I want to try to eliminate that as much as possible. And also it's winter, it's winter time, it's cold. And he's like, yes, like you can't tell by looking at it, but when you're up close and like on the scissor lift, he's like, dude, there's just draft coming yeah. in those bricks. And so... I'm like, all right, dude. You and know, that's do dust and stuff coming in with that air. So like, we got to got to water, you yeah. know, gases, yeah. creatures. Yeah. <laughs> well, so you gotta you gotta seal all that stuff up. So, yeah. So he's he's been doing that. Um, there's a, there's a couple more sections that still need to be redone because I'll tell you, you don't want to lean against those brick walls with confidence. <laughs> no. You might go through the wall. Yeah. There's there's still sunlight coming through, like. It's like, oh, yeah, I can stick my arm through that wall right there. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, he said today, or he said yesterday that his goal is to try to get that last section kind of done. I think he's probably got today and probably tomorrow uh, with mortar. And yeah. then then we're, yeah, what are we doing next? Oh, we're going to get a, a sander in there. He uh, power washed one side of the floor. And got up a lot of, like, the just kind of dirt. And, like, there was actually some, like, glue residue from, I don't know, some form of flooring. Grime. Um, yeah. But get a sander in there and, yeah, make that concrete look nice and fresh so we can put a seal over that. Yeah. Um, Try to smooth it out a, a little bit. Yeah. Eliminate yeah. any bumps or cracks or 
Yeah. Which he's already filled in a ton of holes. Yeah, the floor fun. had some some holes in it where you could literally see into the basement. Yep. Um, so yeah, we're. I I told him just kind of like, hey man, like overall timeline with you know, uh, like when can I start getting equipment in type deal? And I was like, you know, I'm still thinking that February first. Now not like fully functional and all that, but like getting stuff in to where don't have to worry about dust, don't have to worry about you know, <clears throat> cleaning equipment after we get in there. And he's like, yeah, I think we're still, you know, first week of February yeah. spot on. So, um, <clears throat> but we also got to get up a, we got to get up that dividing wall so that we can get electrical. Cause that's where the, the panel's got to go. That's where the panel's yeah. going to go. So we got to create, there's a, there's a, there's in the one section in the back, there's a, like a communal space between the other tenants. Yeah. And because it's a communal space, there has to be for an exit for fire code. Right. Um, but we, we're going to have a lot of expensive equipment in there that we don't want people messing with and yeah. stuff. So uh, we have to build a wall to separate those, those spaces. And uh, that's where our electrical panel is going to go. So we have to build that wall first in order to get <laughs> electrical. So it's all these things that, yeah. When you go from manual to auto, I just want to let you know on a little secret be prepared to make all the decisions. <laughs> yeah. And once you think you can make one decision so that you can do another decision, there's actually five more decisions that you got to make before you can do that one decision to make that other decision. Just so you know, would you consider yourself an indecisive person? <clears throat> this stage in my life? Yes. Yeah. But I mean, just <laughs> in general, like were were you always or, um, I mean, we, we talked about the fast food thing, you know. Yeah, well, like food and, you know, stuff. It's like you, you don't really just have a clear, like, you don't know what you want to go get. No, I, you know, I'm a visual person, as a lot of us are. It's like, eh, let's see if the menu jumps out at me, you know. Yeah. This time, it's like, ooh, I'm going to get this besides my regular thing every yeah. time. You're the first person I've ever heard of that drives up to a drive through <laughs> window and tells them to give you a minute. I'm still thinking. <laughs> <laughs> you sat in the line thinking the whole time. But I didn't see the menu. I, I guess I could pull the menu up on my phone. But, dude, I'm scrolling the Instagram. <laughs> I'm doing the drive-thru. In the line. Dude, got to uh, get those posts out yeah. and, you know, respond to comments and all that. I heard, uh, I heard you talking to your wife yesterday, I think. And it was like towards the end of the day. And we'd have already, you know, gone through a lot of decision-making processes and I heard uh I don't know what she was saying but I just heard Jonathan say I don't care I'm done making decisions today I will make no more decisions for the rest of the day you decide and I will literally do anything you want because I don't care I just physically can't make any more decisions word verbatim <laughs> yeah like that's exactly how it happened yeah and uh hey she made a decision so man about time was it man. about dinner yeah nice <laughs> yeah which is one of those things of like, I don't know, in the three kid life, it's like, do we want to cook? Uh, do we want to just eat out? Is that easier? Which, which is easier? Sometimes it's, I don't know, what is? <laughs> Making a decision on going and picking something up, which right. is uh, a privilege to be able to do that mm -hmm. or actually cooking something. So, yeah. Yeah, convenience, the convenience of it is, yeah, it, it makes it tempting. And then, and then when you start adding kids and how many kids you're adding into it, and then you're like, wow, that bill is high. <laughs> this yeah. convenience fee is a lot. <laughs> I yeah. I remember when like, you know, Taco Bell, you know? Yeah. It's like, 
wow, that was like six, seven bucks. That's cool for two people. <laughs> you know, yeah. like that's like wow, I just spent $25 on trash food. <laughs> like, I could I could have went to Chili's yeah. and did the two for 22, you know, yeah. and got real good food, you know? Yeah. I'm not, I'm not much of a, like a, like a foodie. Mm-hmm. I'll pretty much eat. I mean, we're both the same. Like, we'll pretty yeah. much eat anything. I can get away with whatever. Yeah. But, but I do want, uh, I do want it to be value. Like, yeah. You better give me a good portion for what I'm paying for. Well, not just that. It's like nowadays, and, you know, it's understandable to some degree, you know, like these places don't have the proper staff to be able to, one, work efficiently to where when you're spending, like, just an example, like $25 at McDonald's to feed your kids and you and this and that, (laughs) and your fries are cold and your nuggets are hard, it's just like, (laughs) Why am I paying for this? You know? Yeah. All those hard nuggets. <laughs> Hate that. Oh man. Um, so what else we got going on? Uh we just did the uh we just dropped our, our latest video. Yeah. Um we did the it was a weird one, man. Yeah. Dude. <laughs> it was so uh, it was very weird for me. Jared's had this idea to do this video for a while. Over two years. Yeah. It was one of the first videos I talked about. Um, yeah, I don't know. Took him two years to work up the courage to do it. <laughs> <laughs> no. You're not wrong. <laughs> I just love, uh, because, you know, we had this idea, we filmed it, uh, we filmed it, spoiler alert, in two days, but trying to get the day in the life of like, you know, just w- what all went into, do, you know, printing this order. But I just remember, like, you got footage on the computer, and you're like, I hate it. I like it. I don't know. Like, do you like well, it? Do you hate it? <laughs> like, I remember in the, like, I was just being silent yeah. and quiet. Yes. Uh, that was the hardest know, part. In the front room. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I remember hearing Jonathan a couple times asking Jared, like, hey, man, so you might want to try doing this. And, like, Jared's like, no, I know what I'm doing. Like, just just trust me. And, like, I feel like Jonathan was struggling with the this video every yeah i mean part of it too was talking i was like yeah hey you want to say something yeah no okay so (laughs) i have uh for once i don't didn't have the struggle of like having to figure out how i'm going to teach something and do something and my phone you know sends it gets i get a text message and get a phone call here like all that is like no man just do your job just print just print and it's just like I was like, man, can I, can I watch shirt show or something? He's like, nope. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was the tricky thing is like, you know, and we've had some comments of people being like, uh, yeah, I would have had to have music blaring or something like that. And like, and that is typically what goes on is there's either music yeah. on or there's, you know, s- some kind of show on YouTube, typically like shirt show stuff or whatever. And it's like, that's usually what's going on. But with this one, we wanted to really capture the sounds of the press yeah. and we wanted it to be like, and I'm not really like a big fan of ASMR. I know some people really get down on it and it's like, it really calms them and soothes them. Like for me, a lot of it, like a lot of the ASMR videos just kind of freak me out. Yeah. And it's like, like, stop whispering in my ear. Yeah. You know? I don't want to hear your mouth open and closed. Yeah. Dude. <laughs> you know, I hate those. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, so like, I've never really been a big fan of that. Um, but I thought it would be fun to make that video. Yeah. That was focused on, 
not around the, the B-roll sequences, you know, the fun, like, editing tricks and the, the, the cool shot. Like, I wanted to do some cool shots. Yeah. But I wanted it to not have to be, like, relying on, like, music. And, and the, I wanted it to feel very raw and, and just, like, like, you're just kind of sitting there watching somebody print. Yeah. And, you know, it's funny. My, my wife, who knows nothing about screen printing, I, I showed it to her when I was done working on it, and she was like, that is so mind-numbing relaxing. <laughs> I was like, okay, good. That's what I was going for. Hopefully, Because like, I was nervous to upload it, really. Because like, it was such a, like a, I don't know, it's it's a departure from like our normal stuff. I yeah. feel like we didn't even know what we were going to call it or even like what to call it. Like while it was being filmed, it was like, we know what we're doing, but we don't know, like how, are we, what are we going to say about this? Or yeah. And yeah. then like as Jared was editing, I feel like that's where we started figuring out what it was called or like what, what it was. Cause like we're, I, he was like, here, check out this, this, like the first sequence. And I was like, I feel like it's not, I don't know if it's satisfying, but it's very relaxing. Yeah. I feel like it's like, yes, that's happening. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah a little, just a little, the little squeegee tap. Yeah. Noises. Yeah, it did. It became a very like relaxing kind of calming thing. Um, yeah. And it was weird. It was such a weird experience because I was able to, like, I don't know, as a as a storyteller, like, you know, the biggest the biggest thing is like creating tension and shots and stuff like that, and so like hanging on a shot longer yeah. than you really want it, you know what I mean? Yeah. So like, there's a there's one shot like Corey mentioned it specifically, <laughs> you know, about like he's like there's this one shot where you like hung it out on the the conveyor, conveyor dryer, dryer and the shirt so going long. for a long time <laughs> yep. and i was like i did that on purpose yeah because i wanted you to feel that like <laughs> is it gonna switch, fall is switch, it gonna fall <laughs> switch <Yeah>. over <clears throat> and then like you know and so it's like yeah. some of those things are very intentional yeah. um but it was a it was a weird one for me i wasn't yeah. sure if i was I, I just wasn't confident hitting the upload button on this one yeah but like the thing i remember it was like so explain like you're used to editing all the video to music, mm -hmm. like all, all, you know, every other video, it's like you hit those shots on the beat yeah. and stuff like that. And this one, you're just like, Oh, I gotta, well, it was, it was fun because most of the time, you know, like, especially with like YouTube stuff or whatever, if we're doing something like a little B-roll sequence, you know, there's, there's a song that we bring in and we, we want to match the hit so that the movements match that. And so it feels very cohesive and like, it's supposed to go together. Yeah. Um, but like, they don't do that in Hollywood. That's not how they make movies, you know? And so this was a really cool experience to be able to like, I stayed on a shot the amount of time I wanted to based on the feeling of like what was happening in the shot, not what the song was doing. Yeah. Cause a lot of times it's like, well, I got to cut here and just match the movement within the song no matter and so your clips end up like your timelines end up looking very uniform where everything is like these four counts and then like oh here's a longer one because it held there and then the slow motion clip and then like then some fast ones like or it's like it, it's very musically you know set up where it's like whole notes quarter notes half notes 16th notes like yeah. your clips end up looking like that and reflect what the music's doing yeah whereas in <clears throat> hollywood they don't do that you know when you make right. real movie not just hollywood but like when you make yeah, a like film. Yeah, like Bollywood as well. Yeah, yeah sure. <laughs> um, but like when you make a film, you know, that's not a YouTube video like that. You you create your 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 mood and the yeah. feel of what you want and the emotion behind it. And then you bring in a composer afterwards. Right. And they compose music that supports 
the film. Right. Um, and so obviously we didn't do that step, but cutting without music was pretty new to me. Yeah. It was, it felt weird. Yeah. And, it's and like, I did, I sat there, was like, I don't know if I love this or hate this. Like <laughs> yeah. I just, I, I honestly, and I still can't answer that. Yeah. I kind of hate that video. Yeah. I kind of love it. <laughs> I like it. Yeah. I think it's cool. No, I, uh, yeah, I, I was just like, my biggest thing was like, man, how, like, you know, cause it was like what, 11 minutes or something yeah, like that. It's it like being a little longer than I thought. Yeah. So here, watch this video and just honestly, like we want people to watch our videos all the way through. So mm -hmm. it's just like, is each cut and just my motion of literally me coming out of my house, getting in the car, you know, garage door, you know, all this, like, is it going to be enough for people to just, Ooh, I just want to see what's next. What's next. Right. What's next. You know? And like, dude, I mean, it's actually one of our best performing videos as of for the, now. for the beginning. Yeah. For the beginning. For the yeah. amount of time. Yeah. It's performing well. And we've got nothing but positive feedback. Yeah. It's, it's so funny. We've had Which so is. many people are like commenting, like love this. So relaxing. Well, the thing I don't like about it is like, man, do more videos like this. I'm like, I didn't say a word in this yeah, video. They don't, they don't want to hear you talk, bro. <laughs> shut, shut your mouth. You know what? That makes it easier on me. So I won't. It's right. We're just going to set up a, we're just going to set up a live stream of you printing. Nice. Throughout the day and just set up Jonathan live stream printing. Yeah. <laughs> just a little GoPro. Yeah. <laughs> oh um, man. So speaking about that video, I had uh, my buddy uh, Trey Woodward with, uh, heritage press he goes he's like he's like man i haven't been on social media he's like i was like hey we dropped a new video go check it out and he's like dude that was the most relaxing <laughs> i was like man we nailed it like it, yeah you know we've gotten just a lot of really good feedback well the cool thing is is like the the next day after that um the the shirt that we printed was from a company called misfit moto that's yep. the brand and they come and hung out with us yesterday. Yep. Yeah. And we just, uh, we got to chat with them. Corey took some photos. Yeah. yeah and they were super stoked. Like, they're, they're awesome people. They're yep. really cool just to hang out with as well. But they're just like, dude, we feel so honored that, like, not only is, like, did you make a whole YouTube video about us, but also, like, your past, like, four Instagram posts have been showcasing our, our stuff. And, and uh, I mean, that's, that's super cool that we're able to just, add value to our customers in that way that that we have a platform that that can help them be promoted and raised up yeah the the fact that they uh you know that means something to them to where you know other people's like oh that's cool like they posted this yeah. shirt that they you know it's just like it's so much more like it really is like we've been able here lately just to kind of actually see some value of like just like dollar amount value of like, Hey, like when we post stuff, it's worth this. Yeah. And the fact that they instantly acknowledge that and they're like, wow, you guys are yeah, you know, so nice in that realm. Uh, speaking of, you know, my whole plan with them, like, I was like, Hey, um, come pick up the shirts. And like, my goal was to take them out to eat and, you know, buy their lunch and, you know, Again, build those relationships with your clients so that when they need shirts or photos or videos, they know who to call. Like, that's mm -hmm. it. Like, there's not even another, you know, question in their mind to go somewhere else or hit someone else up. It's like, nope, they have people and it's us. Um, so I was going to, you know, pay for their food um, and they pulled a fast one on me. 
and I was not okay with it. <laughs> and uh, they actually paid for our lunch. Um, we super appreciate you, and that was really cool. Um, however, I'm not going back there, and I told them that because... Because you told the waitress to bring you the check. One check, please. And, and then, she didn't. And then she ended up giving it to the other person. And so yeah. now you're upset. Extremely. But I'll say this. The food was freaking amazing. Pretty I will good. be going back there. Yeah, yeah, I got a tenderloin. Tenderloin? Yeah. Indiana special. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, I got a, uh, it was like a barbecue bacon. Yeah. It had like onion rings on it. Yeah, yours looked pretty cheddar. substantial. And you stole some great. of my spicy... Used. I did use some of the big bowl that you got that you weren't going to use all of yourself. No, he got oh, specifically I, the amount that the he amount. intended on <laughs> Bro, using. Bro, he left like, <laughs> like so much in that bowl, though. Yeah. Oh, again, okay. And you did great on the service. You gave me a good amount. Good amount. Yeah, instead of perfect. like, oh, here's a little here's a little cup. Yeah, no, the, the, the food really was great. It was, a, it was a fun place. Yeah. And it was fun to just like, it was so cool to get to hang out with, with, um, you know, like we don't get to typically hang out with clients that we work with all the time. Right. You know, a lot of time it's just like, hey, we get the order in, we print it, we ship it out. You Some know, of we'll our clients, we never even get to see their face. We right. never get to meet them in person because they, they are far away. Sure. Yeah. And so I just really enjoyed that. That was fun yeah. getting to know like the people behind the brand. Yeah. You know, it's it's because sometimes it's, you know, it's just such a business transactional yep. thing. And we're very much relationally focused. Like all three of us really value relationships. Uh, you know, in business, especially too. And so yeah. being able to do that with more and more clients is it, it's fun. And it's something. We want. <laughs> <laughs> I try to do what you did earlier. He's trying to throw it. When you finish your drink, you throw it away. <laughs> <laughs> I caught it. You're out. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so, anyway, I just, no, I just, <laughs> yeah, you, you're done. <laughs> Get out of here. Get the heck out of here. Uh, no, the thing that I love about it is that, because we went out to lunch, we had some time to like listen to them. Mm -hmm. And now we like, we know how their brand one, how they run it, their goals in their brand and how later on we can come alongside of them. Like, you know, it's like right now they're just, they're, you know, hitting us up for designs and shirts, but, but they do, you know, they're trying to do cool videos and doing photos and this and that. It's like, Oh, in the future, maybe we like just go out to an event and take photos and do video yeah. for them or even coach them along the way to just go, Hey, this will elevate your brand. And that's what we're here for. You know, like we're not always just trying to get another, oh, let's try to sell them on this service. We're just trying to hear, you know, how you, your vision. Um, and they were so pumped on just our vision and our stuff that we do. So it was cool. You guys are awesome. Yeah. Um, we will see you soon. Yeah. If see you're you not, there. uh, if you, if you, haven't heard, which you may not have, but um, go go check out Misfits Moto. Their their stuff's pretty rad. We'll we'll have them linked below. Um, yeah. cool cool story, cool thing they're doing. Yeah, yeah, pretty yeah. pretty sweet. Um, you mentioned Trey Woodward. I did. Um, the old Woodward. <laughs> I'm sorry, Trey. Corey's gonna just totally make fun of your name or say it weird or one of those things. <laughs> you ever been uh, to Woodward Skate Camp? No, me neither, man. I, never, I was never. Cool I know enough. about it. <laughs> I know. Yeah, I know a bunch of people that have staffed there and been there. And the key is, if you want to be good at skateboarding, you go to Woodward as a young kid, and then you freaking become an amazing at skater. Thirteen. Yeah, at thirteen. That's all it takes. Every every person I know that has been to Woodward is better at skateboarding than I am. Wow. <laughs> go Woodward. Anyways, 
uh, <laughs> our good old buddy Trey uh, at Heritage. Trey, Trey Woodward. Trey Woodward. There you go. At Heritage Press. Um, it's a good name for a business. I totally named my daughter after that. Yeah? No, yeah I, after, did. I, I didn't. After his print shop? <clears throat> I had that name cool. picked out Maybe forever ago. kids after some print shops. Yeah. In-house Romizer. <laughs> <laughs> Oh wow! Upstate Romizer. There you go. <laughs> Those are some good names. Nailed it. Oh my gosh. Uh, but guess what? Trey is going to be our first guest. Ex- guess. Wow. Who? Oh, Trey is patient. <laughs> got him. <laughs> I was like, "What's he going to say?" Guest appearance. Yes, that's that. Those are the words. Uh, just don't. You know, I'm an uneducated man. <laughs> <laughs> Trey is going to be our first guest appearance. There you go. That's it. Experience. Experience. Because <laughs> you have to experience yeah. Trey. Yeah. You he, can't just appear him. Yeah. You have to experience <laughs> him. Uh, no, but Trey, uh, we've, uh, you know, we're buddies. We talk on the phone. We Marco Polo a lot. Y'all do. And he uh, never call me. He uh, never called me ever. He hit me up. Uh, he was actually, he was going to go out to Long Beach and, uh, don't, I have no idea what that's going to look like, but anyways, he was like, you know what, man? He's like, why don't I just cancel those flights and come see you guys and hang out at the shop for like a few days? I was like, really? Dude, way more beneficial than going to Long Beach. <laughs> <laughs> and temperature wise, oh wow. I mean, Long Beach, it just sounds cold. <laughs> Here, but in the, end of the middle of January, he's yeah. gonna be brisk. Yeah, yeah. I mean, f- <laughs> nice. No, so he's actually he's flying out. Uh, I'm gonna go pick him up at the airport, and he's got a nice little Airbnb a few blocks away from the studio. Yeah, right over there. <laughs> I was gonna make you guys look again. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and yeah, he's gonna hang out with us for two ish days, and we're gonna film another podcast, and we're gonna. You know, just let everyone know a little bit about his story, how he got started, his dreams. Um, He'll teach us how to run a business. He probably will teach us a lot. Yeah. Um, Yeah, he's already already told me, he's like, man, I've been writing down questions. Like, I'm just going to ask you like that week on printing. And he's like, I'm going to probably bug Corey a little bit on some design stuff. I'll just point him to my tutorials. (laughs) (laughs) And I was like, man, that's awesome. And so we're going to have a lot to talk about next week. We'll film that podcast either Thursday or Friday. And so we're going to go back to back with some, yeah. some episodes. So, yeah, that'll be a, that's going to be fun. We, we've always wanted to have um, guests on, you yeah. know, but we didn't know how to, you know, how we were going to do that. We didn't know if it was going to be do them all in person or try to like, you know, bring somebody in over, over the air. Right. You know, or whatever. But yeah, uh, it's going to be fun having a, having a guest, bringing in a fourth. I'm going to have to change up some camera angles. Yeah. So um, yeah, we got to figure that out. Swip swap. Swippy swappy. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. But yeah, um, Trey, he's coming in and he's going to be, he's like. I had to find another chair too. Yeah, we got to find another chair. We give him the five gallon ink bucket <laughs> to sit on. Yeah. Um, but as I say, he's your uh, mustache bro. Yeah. He's uh he's got a homegrown mustache himself, just like me. He grew, he grew, it, he, all he grew it by himself. Yep. <laughs> what did you say the other day? You uh, said y'all were gonna uh, lock mustaches. Oh yeah, we're probably gonna do some type of like weaving or. And then I just told him, he goes he goes yeah dude when he comes here we're gonna have to like lock mustaches I was like Corey that's just kissing man 
that's just that's just kissing. That's what you're describing. And he's like, well, no, like if we weave the mustaches together, though, I was like, nope, that's weird. <laughs> I don't see anything wrong. <laughs> That's perfectly it, normal behavior for, for someone that just doesn't i can i get it like people that's weird like beard people they don't do that but that for mustache people but mustache people that's very a common, common in the mustache community mm. wow i'm gonna shave my face yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh wow yeah so we're excited trey um can't wait to hang out broski um one thing we forgot i, man, I almost forgot this completely um the gold ticket. Oh, yeah. Uh, the Well, so I nobody knows what that means yet. <laughs> so The golden ticket. <laughs> um, so we talked about how we've had so many people reach out to us. And, you know, after we did the first, you know, the first round of the initiative, we had a ton of people, you know, reach out and say like, hey, I have this piece of equipment and I want to give it away. I'm not using this anymore. I want to, you know. I want to find a shop to send it to. Can we, can we link up with you guys to do that and do that through you somehow? And so what we've talked about doing is we want to set up a backend page on our website. You know, we want to set up a, a separate website for it. That's like, um, we'll link to it. You can go there and then it'll have a list of all these items and we're calling them the gold ticket items. And we like themes around here. Yeah. Um, and so one day we'll run out of gold right. terms <laughs> or whatever. <laughs> and that'll just, and then no, we'll, have to, we'll have to change our name. Change yeah. Our name yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I so we're going to have like this, this website that's going to have a list of a list of all the items that people want to, um, you know, give away. They want to donate to a, to another shop. And yeah. so the way you can do that is by um, sending us either a DM or an email um, you can DM us, you know, I'd, I'd rather email. Yeah. Um, probably there's a form. Yeah. And I was going to, so there's, there's a form that we're doing underneath and it's going to be like a nomination oh, yeah, yeah. type situation. Um, so basically you can, uh, nominate anyone. You can yeah. nominate yourself. If yep. you need that piece of equipment, say like, Hey, I know somebody who could use that. It's me. <laughs> and do not feel bad at all. Yeah, no, that's, like, that's what this is for. We yeah. don't know everybody that needs the equipment. Exactly. And that, I mean, that was a whole goal is trying like, you know, one, we were just blown away with the response that yeah, like, crazy. we just, we just have too much. And like, legitimately we'd have to carve out huge chunks of our day just to like scroll and try to find these shops that like give this stuff to. And so we are like, Hey, this is actually really cool. People can just, that we don't know that don't like literally just heard about this can nominate someone and it get, it just gives us some people to go through and like, yeah, well, you know, we'll, you know, I mean, if we have like 10 people choose the same shop, they're probably getting it, you yeah. know, like, but like at least give us some options just to kind of scroll through. Yep. The shop, you know, they deserve this PC equipment and yeah. we'll send it out to you and uh, make that happen. So. Yeah, that's the big goal there is we just, we, we don't know who needs the equipment. We can't possibly know. And so having that form there to where you can nominate, you know, another person that you know that needs it, or if it's yourself, you're saying, man, I, I could really use this piece of equipment to really elevate um, my, my business and take me to the next level. And, you know, cause that's, that's the, really the whole point of all this stuff. And the fact that so many people want to get on board with that is pretty rad. Yeah. Um, and so we want to give opportunities to make that happen. Um, and we'll figure out all the shipping and, and stuff like that. Um, yep. You know, that's not going to be 
the shop that's receiving it's not gonna have to pay anything. They're not gonna have to pay shipping for anything. Nope. Um, that's all gonna get taken care of. Yep. Um, and we're just gonna, we wanna use this platform as a way to like be a funnel for like equipment to come through and then to that person that needs it. Yep. Um, that's really the idea behind it. So, so yeah, we're gonna link that website. Um, we're gonna link that, that page that's gonna have all the gold ticket items um, that, you know, you can start, start nominating some people. It's gonna yeah. be pretty rad. Can't wait to can't wait to see how that all plays out and how many items we're able to get up there. And yeah, you know, it's pretty wild. Yeah, we're gonna do all that today or tomorrow. Yeah, get it all up. So finalize it. I've already yeah. built out a bunch <clears throat> of the website, but yeah. So when you're listening to this episode, be able to click a link and see some stuff. See some stuff. See some stuff. That's the see goal. See some stuff. <laughs> so <clears throat> yeah, cool. excited about it. Hey hey. It's me. It's Corey. You've seen me before. I'm literally in this video. Uh, but we, uh, we got a sponsor for this video. Uh, it's a pretty exciting sponsor that we want to just give a little highlight shout out to. And that sponsor is Golden Press Studio. That's right, baby. We're sponsoring ourselves. And uh, what we just wanted to shout out uh, for you guys to check out is uh, our digital asset page on our website on goldenpress.com. Uh, I've been creating lots and lots of awesome digital assets for you guys to use in your designs uh, and be able to create really cool stuff. And so one of the uh, ones I just released recently is the uh, Flower Tattoo uh, Brush Pack. And it's really awesome, uh, really cool way to just create uh, traditional tattoo flowers with literally a couple clicks and and you're literally done. You just like tap, 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 tap. You're good to go. And so, man, head over there. Check out these brushes. Uh, you know, the, the, we got some Procreate stuff that will really help you out and Procreate. We got Adobe Illustrator stuff that will really boost your, uh, you know, Illustrator game. So um, check it out. It would really be a huge help to us um, to help us keep doing what we're doing. Um, and so thanks so much. Uh, yeah. Check it out. We'll see you there. Link in the description. All right. So I actually saw something the other day that I thought would be an interesting thing to talk about because it's something we've talked about quite a bit yep. already between us. But um, I thought it'd be really interesting to talk about like different people have different definitions of what a professional is. Mm. And I, I this always cracks me up um, because, you know, anytime you're doing something, uh, especially artistic stuff. When you start out, you feel uh, the imposter syndrome is very strong of like, I am not good at this. Yeah. Um, even when you think you get good at something, then you like, you, you like learn the next level of it. Then like it cycles back around. You're like, wow, I'm really not good at this. Yeah. And so it's real easy to be like, I'm no, I'm not a professional. I suck at this thing. I can't, I can't do this. Well, look at all these people that are better than me. Yeah. Um, and so, anyway, I just wanted to throw that out to you guys, and let's chat about it a bit of, you know, professional. What do you, what do you think? Would you consider yourself a professional in what you do? I mean, my name's not on any skateboards or anything, so I'm definitely not a professional uh, <laughs> skater. Freaking <laughs> and, and, skate rat. Yeah, skate rat. Professional skate rat. Oh, wow. <laughs> I, still, I, I won't even take that title. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, but that's like in the skateboarding world and maybe some of the – I don't know, pro athlete world. It's like, you know, professional, like for skateboarding, if you have your name on a product, 
it's like you're pro. Yeah. You've made it. Like if your name's not on a product, uh, which it, I guess with that, if your name's on a product, you're getting paid. You know, when people are, when, when that skateboard gets sold, you're getting proceeds. Yeah. You know, and so you're getting paid for your services of, hey, you're so good at skating and your influence and all of that. And, and yeah. And so like, that's what makes like a professional skater a pro. Yeah. Yeah. I think that it's, it's interesting because you only really see that in, in like the, the like extreme sports. Yeah. Um, you know, realm, like, right. Like where they say, where they say like add pro in front of it. Yeah. I mean, I think the Kendama world, uh, there's some pro models there too. <laughs> well, well, I would even jump onto that. And but that's pretty extreme too. <laughs> pretty sick. <laughs> I'd even jump on that. And it literally just hit me as you were saying that, but like, what about amateurs skaters? Yeah. It's like, what are they getting? They're getting sponsors. Yeah, they're getting flow. They're getting you know products sent their way. They're uh, I I and I know that even some amateur skaters are getting paid a little bit. Yeah, but but it's like but when you get your name on something, yeah, yeah, yeah. then you're pro. Yeah, and I think that's what, <clears throat> like with extreme sports. There's a it's a different world. Yeah. And so the way that that's classified is mm-hmm. is is very specific. But I feel like a lot of times that's people like that's what they compare. Because like per, like a pro or a professional is such like, oh like like you don't hear a pro businessman like <laughs> so, <laughs> that's my boy yeah. yeah but it's like so it's like well I'm not a pro okay yeah. but yeah. because like that's what people like connect that word to is like pro skater pro mm-hmm. athlete yeah mm-hmm. yeah what, what do you think what do you think Jonathan yeah I, I have like, a lot of things I want to say but I want to. I want to let you get your stuff out first. Yeah, I mean, I'll just be honest. Like, when you're like, hey, so, like, do you think you're a professional? We were talking about it the other day. I was like, man, I don't want to talk about that topic. Like, I, I, I don't <laughs> I don't know. Like, Yeah, you a pro screen printer? <laughs> I, but, uh, <laughs> you know, like, we were talking the other day, and I was like, wow, I mean, I, I guess I am. Name. I can write your name on a squeegee. Thank you. <laughs> uh, no, like, as you guys are saying that, I was like, man, yeah, that is one of those, like, I mean, yeah, I guess I am. I get paid to do what I do. And, you know, like whether it's uh, one year of experience or six years of experience, I'm getting paid money to do what I love. Mm -hmm. And this, yeah, yeah, I guess I'm a professional skateboarder. Or, whoa, guys. Jonathan uh, just went pro. Just dropped it. Call up Gary Rogers on Skateline MVD. (laughs) (laughs) Jonathan is a pro skater. (laughs) Hey, Corey, you jealous? (laughs) One day, maybe. Uh, (laughs) Yeah, right. You'll be pro before I ever pro. So, uh, yeah, I'm a pro screen printer. Um, Jared, take it away, man. Well, (laughs) fill us in, in, bro. (laughs) No, I, I, I don't have the answer. I just have a lot of thoughts on this because, um, me and Corey have had this discussion for years, actually. Um, it's something we've talked about a lot Uh, Mm -hmm. and we've talked, we talk about this a lot with, with young guys starting things. Um, we've had, we've had a lot of, uh, young dudes that we know that got started in like photography or they wanted to do videos or they wanted to, um, you know, graphic design or whatever, like the things that we do that young guys will come up and be like, Hey, I want to do that too. Yeah. And, and, uh, I I've heard, you know, I mean, I had this, this conversation with our buddy Zach not too long ago where, where he like was saying something about like, well, I'm just not good enough. He had like applied for some job 
and and uh, like as a graphic designer, he was like, but I don't have the, you know, I don't have the skill set. I don't. I'm not good enough for this. I don't know. Blah blah blah. And I and I kind of was just trying to change his mindset a little bit, and I was just like, well, you need to go into it like as a professional. And he was like, but I'm not a professional. I was like, have you gotten paid to do design work? He's like, yeah, professional. Yeah, that that's the literal definition. Yeah. If you get paid to do what you do, then you are a professional at that thing. Hmm. And it's real easy to get caught up in the, in the, like the imposter syndrome mindset of like, I don't deserve to be here. Yeah. I deal with that on a daily basis. Oh yeah. Of just like, yeah, I probably shouldn't be in this position. You know, For there's sure. people way better than me. I'm no good at this stuff. Like literally the, that that other video that we just talked that we talked about like yeah. it was a struggle for me because it was a different video and I was like people are gonna hate it yeah didn't feel everybody's very gonna think professional this, right right everybody th- is gonna think this sucks and I should probably stop making videos <laughs> like yeah. I I deal with this like that those emotions cycle regularly yeah. you know um, and then there's other stuff that, like I'm super proud of I'm like stoked on it like this is awesome yeah and then it may not get a very good response and people will be like, well, whatever, man. And I'm like, dang it, dude, I thought that was the good one, you know? And it just, it just goes to show you like, it, it's all, for me, it's all a mindset thing. You know, it's like, it, it, there's a very clear definition on what pro, you know, it, outside of extreme sports, yeah. because it's such a different thing. Yeah. yeah. But I know why that comparison's made is because that's the only thing in our world that we call pro that we say pro in front of <laughs> yeah right yeah. pro snowboarder pro skater pro whatever yeah. you know going pro you're not riding amateur anymore all those things yeah. but like have you ever heard somebody say they're a pro screen printer yeah. maybe lee stewart i'm good <laughs> he's got his own pro model <laughs> yeah his own pro model squeegee i'm gonna change my instagram handle as uh pro Bro. Yeah. Your job but, like, it, but it is interesting though because I and I was thinking about this the other day and I didn't say this I don't I don't remember if I said this to, uh, to you guys when I was talking about this but I think there's a very big difference between professional and expert mm. and I think that that's something that can be yeah furthered right like like you said it doesn't matter if you have a year experience or 20 years experience professionals professional baby you're getting paid either way yeah expert has time yeah research like they have been in it and yeah. expert to me says like top of the field yeah yeah you know makes sense you know what i mean like there's and, and look at it from a sports perspective because yeah. that's an easy way to relate it you know you have a yeah. pro football player it's like okay well that guy sitting on the bench that hasn't been playing at all <laughs> is making way more money than i am mm-hmm. practicing football and sitting on the bench during games yeah then you have the the Hall of Fame superstar guys that are yeah. making bukus dollars. Yeah, the super pros. Yeah, because, <laughs> because they're, but they're on another level, right? Yeah. You, the all stars. Yeah, right. You know, because they they they're an expert in their in their yeah. craft of running fast. Which I would say most most professional athletes, I can, and I think that's why, like, you think of professional athletes. It's like pro skaters. I consider all of them, even the worst pro skater. Like if you see them skate in person, you're like, oh my gosh, dude, that guy's really good. Yeah. You know, <laughs> like even like the guys that you just like don't even think about ever, but then you see him in person, you're like, wow, yeah, like, this guy's an expert in what he does. Yeah. Um, and and so I think that's where like when if you think someone's a pro, like coming from that realm, sure, you're like oh, okay, well then they're an expert, so I can't call myself a pro because I'm not an expert. Yeah, exactly. You know. No, I agree with that, and I think that's kind of the, I don't know. 
that's kind of the mindset thing I want to attack a little bit. Yeah. And that was the whole reason I wanted to talk about this is because, you know, there's a lot of people coming into, into screen printing and they're starting out or graphic design or whatever, you know, cause that's kind of what most of our yeah. business is based around. Yeah. Or, you know, even if you look at the other aspects of photography and video and stuff like that, creative things, whenever you, whenever you allow that comparison to happen in your mind and you're looking at that guy who's way better or has more experience, whatever, I'm not at that level. It really makes you start to doubt yourself. Yeah. And then you're not like, then everybody knows that if you're doing something with confidence, you're going to do it better. Yeah. Yeah. You know, if you're doing something with a lack of confidence, then it's going to be more of a struggle to be successful because, because like confidence just gives you so much more freedom in yeah. whatever you're doing. Yeah, man, that's that's really good. I just, uh, just you saying that uh, in the screen printing world, uh, I think in other places, but a, a word that I see tremendously and just within DMs or even, you know, rogue print, you know, printers, the group is I'm a newbie here. Stop calling yourself a newbie. Yeah. Seriously. Like, did you get paid for that job? You're a professional. Yeah. But here's the, here's the difference is that like, you know, of course, like you're new at it, right? But just because you did, you haven't nailed down plastisol, water-based discharge printing, uh, one color to six color, like yeah. you're killing it on the freaking one colors. Mm -hmm. Everybody is hitting you up every, you know, whether it's a mom and pop or whether it's a, you know, like just a, an artist that's just like, Hey, I just have one color jobs that I want to put on tote bags. Will you print all the tote bags for me? You're professional. Yeah. You know, it's like quit with the newbie stuff. You're, you may be new at it, but you, like you're, you know what you need to do. Yeah. Like, you know, like just keep on doing that. Mm -hmm. And when you branch out, that's a, that's where I kind of feel like that expert realm, you know, it's like, you're just like in the, in the, in the screen printing industry, just like, like, yeah, I'm studying inks. I'm studying emulsions. I mean, I'm like actually studying like the chemicals that are going into, to create, uh, you know, to make this happen or, you know, like you really like, that's all you do is dive into the research and all that. Like, I, I can see, you know, years down the road, it's like, yeah, you're like, man, if I have a question, I'm probably going to hit up this person. You know, it's like, that's going to be my go-to. I'm a professional, but they just have taken that, the realm of the chemical or printing technique just to a whole new level because they've been doing it for so long. Um, yeah. Like that's, that's killer. That's, that's really good. Like I, it's like, I kind of feel like a weight, not like, like, oh, I got this newbie thing. Like, but I feel like a weight lift off me right now, just in this thing of like, man, like, and looking at like, we just hit the six year mark, guys, of uh, being a business, which is pretty crazy. Um, but it's like, six years, I've learned a lot, yeah. like, like a lot. And people come to me with questions upon questions all day, every day. And yeah. so, like, that, that's also like that kind of like, Hey, if, uh, if one person hits you up and asks you, Hey, how do you do that job? Mm -hmm. Guess what? Now you're a teacher. Yeah. Like, like now you're in this other level because someone needs to needs information or knowledge on something you do really well. Yeah. It, like, well, it's we, crazy. We all learn from somebody. 
Yeah. You know, there's, I mean, like, well, there, there was, there was a first person that figured it out by themselves, you know, <laughs> but probably a team effort. But, yeah. but my, my point is, is that you, it really is, it's just a mindset shift. And, and I think if, especially in this where you're doing something that it, it is art yeah, and art is so subjective yeah. and, and we can easily look at something and say like, I don't like that thing. Um, but that doesn't make that doesn't make it less valuable to the person who does like that thing. Right. You know, I, I, I my biggest frustration with um, like this this professional conversation is whether it's athletes mm-hmm. or musicians. But I, I hate it when somebody goes, oh, that guy sucks. Yeah. Like you were saying, though, yeah, every pro skateboarder you've ever seen. If you watch them skate, you're like that guy is so good. Yeah, you know, like people will look at these, you know, quarterbacks in the NFL and be like, "The guy sucks." I'm like, dude, no, he doesn't. <laughs> that is, he is such an elite level athlete. You have no idea how good he is. Yeah, you know, I, I personally don't like Metallica. Don't like them. Never have. <laughs> Most people will be like, "You're an idiot," you know. But I don't like them. But I will never say that they suck. Yeah, because I don't like them. Because those dudes have been making money. And a lot of it making music for a long time. Yeah. And and that's very impressive to have a catalog that large, to have yeah. so much influence in the rock world. Like I can recognize talent and hard work and you know, just all the things that they bring and their influence that they have in, you know, in music in general. Yeah. Without them being my cup of tea. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. You know, there's nothing wrong with that. And, and I think that's, that gets so easily tossed around. Like that guy sucks. I was like, dude, <laughs> you have no idea. No, like, that's, that, that's <laughs> like one of my biggest pet peeves whenever we talk about this stuff Yeah. because there's so much time invested to get to that level. Yeah. yeah. You know, that like, yeah, you're, you quarterback sitting on your couch, you know, trying to thinking that you're the, yeah, all oh, I got all the answers. I know, I know way better than that guy. He's like, no, you don't. A hundred percent transparency. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just just saying it out loud and i know all you screen printers are going to understand it's like we have like Corey and i we have the like it's one of those things when you get design artwork in like we've just like oh that's so bad again and i'm just bringing conviction to myself right here on the pot like but legitimately the reason why we're saying it it's bad is because uh, well, a lot of designers that come to us, it, like they don't have the screen printing knowledge of understanding why they maybe shouldn't have done it or should have done yeah. it maybe a different way. But that really, in all reality, that's just to make it easier on us. Mm-hmm. But they designed that design to look that way for a reason. Mm-hmm. And yeah. whether we think it looks good or will look good on a t-shirt or not, that's, again, that's preference. Yeah. And so, um, but again, yeah, it's just one of those things is like, that's their cup of tea. And maybe they have a yeah a niche that it that's what they want to do. Mm-hmm. It's just like, yeah, good there's job. Al- there's always room for improvement on yeah, certain absolutely. things like that. It, it, and like you say, like maybe they don't know. Like, hey man, uh, maybe you don't want to do that on a shirt. Like, or maybe that won't look right on a shirt. Maybe what if we do some tw- some tweaks? But I'll, like, I consider myself a professional in, in this realm, and and uh, and I. Calling myself an expert, I don't know if I'm there yet. Uh, but 
I have spent a lot of time learning about, you know, design and, and what looks good or not just like subjectively looks good, but hey, is this balanced? Is this what is like actually appealing to humans right. and certain things like that, where maybe I do have a little bit higher insight than, you know, a random person with that maybe didn't put a lot of thought into their design and Hey man, well, you know, if you want it, well, we could print it, it yeah. like if it's printable, <laughs> but, uh, exactly. uh, well, there are rules. Yeah. Right. I mean, like any, I feel like in art, it's always like, there's people that are like, no rules, make whatever you want. It's like, well, there are specific things that just make sense. Like you said, balance is important. You know, even if it is something that's yeah. not perfectly symmetrical, yeah. it still needs to be balanced. So that way your eyes aren't like, mm-hmm. there's certain things when you look at it, you're like, something's yeah. off and yeah. it's like there's rules and it's important to learn the rules so you know when to break the rules yeah yeah because you can be intentional about making some kanye merch that you know <laughs> looks a little different you know a little off off balanced <laughs> and if it's intentional <laughs> yeah and, and, that, you, that you you intentionally did that and people people liked that kanye merch they were about it they yeah. freaking ate it up yeah. Uh, me if personally, if you're wondering if Corey was, <laughs> I was not into it. I, <laughs> I, I was. I, hey man, Kanye, he's making more money. Yeah, at the, doing that stuff than we are. So yeah. So yeah. Once again, way to go, man. Uh, <laughs> it's just I, I, I think it looks a little weird at times. Yeah. Personally, yeah, that's all right. Um, but the the reason I think you're you're coming in that is like, dude, you've spent countless hours watching videos, learning techniques. I mean, I'll, I'll just brag about you for two seconds, uh, is all right. I'm done. Okay. And that means so much. <laughs> really appreciate that. That was okay. deep. All right. I'll brag one minute. All right. All here right. we go. Um, is just, you know, we started, Corey started this venture with uh, vector packs and uh, procreate brushes like two years ago. And like, it was one of those things of like, Hey man, there's not a whole lot of work. There's not, you don't got a design to do this and that. It's like, Hey, go work on this. And I just remember like, it took you a good while to figure it out. I mean, like I was like, Hey man, how's it? I, I remember, Hey man, how's it coming? You know, it's like, can we put it on the website? Can we like, can we make some money off of this, right. you know, time and looking back, it, it was just like, yeah, you had to learn and you had to not just learn, but to like, just f- create shortcuts and, you know, just try to figure out one, the best way to do it, but the, the fastest way for you. And I mean, two years in it's nuts. Like Jared and I, we literally look at it. He's like, Holy crap. He just knocked that out. And like a day, like, <laughs> like legitimately a day. And I'm like, and then you're like, Oh, here's all the elements. And you're just yeah. scrolling. I'm like, you did all of those. <laughs> like it. And like, it's just super impressive. But that's that, that's that like, man, you've done the research, you know, like, and, and you're just, and a lot of it too, it's just that, I hope it works, you know, like uh, it's kind of same thing going back to that video, man. It's just like, I hope it works. I'm trying something new. And now it's like, dang, like now I'm thinking, I'm thinking about, I don't know if you are like, man, how could we do another video? Not like the same, yeah. but like, 
don't know, maybe it does have music in it, but it's real. just the sound design in it is just like through the roof. You yeah. know what I mean? And like just really gets people connected to that video, you know? With no words yeah. or with words or, you know, like how, yeah. how do we, you know, create well, I that? Think that's, that's what I was talking about earlier is I think whenever you can, when you can kind of unburden yourself from that, that, that mindset of like, oh, I just, you know, I'm, I'm not very good at this. I'm not a professional. When you do that, you don't have any confidence. Yeah. And so you're not willing to try things. Yeah. You're not willing to, to take a risk and take it. And sometimes you're going to feel that that like, oh man, I don't know. That's weird. I don't know if I should do that, but like push through that and yeah. like force yourself to do it anyway. Uh, cause I think like having the freedom to make what you want to make yeah, and not like worrying about like what others are going to think about it. Yeah. That you're going to find out that like, man, I really like that. Yeah. I, like, I honestly don't care if anybody else does. Yep. Like this is freaking cool. It's funny. Uh, we actually got a, a guy hit us up with a shirt order and Corey, like, he, he, he designed the stuff and Corey like jumped on a call with him, kind of like talked through a little bit of the design. We were just trying to, you know, I was just talking out the order with him. It was a, di it's, it's a different order than what we've really ever gotten. And it, it was just basically a thing to where it was like, it could be three placements. It was like actually four. And like, I was just talking to, him. I was like, man, I just, you know, you know, he's like, Hey man, I'm a tattooer. And he's like, but like I started this clothing brand so that I could just do whatever the heck I wanted. Yeah. And that, like, he's like, I don't care if people like it. He's like, I, I, if I break even, that'd be cool. Yeah. He's like, but I just need something than the everyday nonchalant, like here, hey, I want this tattooed on my body. And I was like, yeah, man, that's really cool. You know, like. And it makes a lot of sense. It does. As, a, as an artist, he's such a creative guy, but being to like forced to stay in this box of like, will you do my little uh, infinity tattoo? On my ribs, yeah, you know, or whatever. And I'm yeah. not down if you have infinity tattoo on your ribs, and you know, I'm really Jared's cool. out for you. Uh, it's, 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 it's really cool, and I love those tattoos. I just say, I, I have several. Jared actually has several I have, on his ribs. Every, every, actually, every single one of my ribs has an infinity tattoo on it. We'll post no, a photo later. I, I just, we have lots of friends that are tattoo artists, yeah, and we've heard their yeah. stories of just like, man, there's just certain things that come into the shop all the time, yeah, yeah. and. People think it's really original, and it's not. And I have to do those all the time. Yeah, and yep. and uh, as an artist, I, that would be really hard and frustrating to not be able to, you know, explore. Yeah. Yep. If you ever wonder why a band changes their styles over the years, it's like, yeah, they're probably sick of playing the same song for, you know, 10, 15 years. Yeah. Legitimately. Yeah. I think a, another thing with this topic of, uh, like, professional and stuff, I think for myself, like, early on... Um, you know, it, I didn't want to call myself a professional cause I didn't feel like I was worth the money that a professional yeah. title has yeah. on it. Right. And I think that's something a lot of people struggle with, um, like being able to charge technically what they are worth. And it's like, Hey man, like you, you are a professional. Like it, you know, this, this person is, is paying you and, and like you're worth, worth that money. That was a big thing that, um, that I really learned from Jonathan, uh, like when I came on where I remember that, like Jonathan actually had a professional mindset, like at, at least in my world, because I, I was, you know, I felt like I was like not at his level. He was like really doing it. Um, and so like when I came in, he was like, no dude, this is worth this much. Yeah. Like this is worth more than what you're like. I remember, man, I was, I think when I came on with Jonathan, 
I was probably charging maybe a hundred dollars for a design. Hmm. May I, yeah, I think it was like a hundred. I think I, I like randomly charged them like $130 once. And yeah. I was like, freak dude. I'm like, <laughs> I'm, really? I'm making it. Yeah. I'm and balling. And but my question would be <laughs> to this day, how much work went into that $130? Yeah. A lot. Yeah. A lot of work, just stuff to where, uh, I, I just, re I remember some of those early conversations of like, yeah, like I've done five, six revisions on this and like, it's, but it's a hundred, like it's the most I've gotten for a yeah. design, but I'm like, dude, like, like, like it's there, you know, and that's, a, I remember this too. That was where we started creating this, like your design process of yeah. like figuring out revision and what makes sense and how to charge for that and this and that. But like, yeah, it's like, but again, that was at like ooh, $130. That's sweet. It's just like, I'm yeah. like, how long did it take you? Uh, yeah. You know? And, and I, <clears throat> I believe in, in like something I recommend to people starting out in any, in any of these kind of professions is like, it's something I was taught early on is like, okay, you got hired to do a $500 video, then give them a thousand dollar quality video. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. that way you can use that video to show the next client of like, okay, um, this video is, you know, was worth about a thousand dollars. And then you, so then now you're getting paid this for the second video, you're getting paid a thousand dollars. Yeah. Give them a $2,500 quality, quality video. Yeah. So then yeah. you can show that, that quality. And so you keep, that's how you level up. Yeah. And so there's nothing wrong with doing a little bit more sometimes. Yeah. yeah. But when it becomes so outrageously unbalanced, mm -hmm. Um, and you see that a lot in the beginning, yeah. like what you're talking about. Yeah. Cause yeah. I, and I think one of the struggles for me was, um, you know, I'm, I was still kind of new to design. It's still back then I didn't even have an iPad. And so I was sketching everything on my notebook and then I was taking a photo of it, bringing it to my computer and like doing all these things. And then someone's like, Oh, uh, can we like tweak like something about the design? I'm like, no, I have to like go all the way back to my notebook and like pull back all these processes. So yeah. The iPads like changed everything, but, yeah. um, but like, you know, it was like, dang, like I'm new to this. So it's taking me a long time to do these steps and like do all this. And so, yeah, like a hundred dollar design, I maybe had 10 to 15 hours into this design yeah. and I'm and like not even including the talking with the client going back and forth and like yeah. that stuff, which is also valuable and like. Char that's chargeable time. Yeah. It needs to be. Yeah. And, uh, and so I know that it's hard at the beginning to like justify, like, I mean, even, even at times where like, you're just trying to get any job you can. Yeah. Uh, and so like you accept a job and you don't even know how to do that type of thing. And so like you're spending like hours just to do that job, like watching videos and like yeah. learning how to do it and then doing it. Yeah. Uh, but, but like, yeah, man, like, you know, I think it's just important to, to continue to develop your worth, continue to find out like it, it. So let's start out. You are a professional. If they, if they've chosen to pay you one, if they've chosen to pay you, it's like, okay, you don't have to worry anymore, man. You've locked it in. Yep. It, you, they're paying you. So you don't have to like worry. Like, am I worth this anymore? You've already been chosen worthy. Like yep. you're, you're worth the amount of money that they chose to pay you. Yeah. Uh, so you don't have to get too caught up on that. Yep. Um, cause, cause I've even had times where I just felt like I did such a bad job on a design 
where like I tried to like convince them not to pay me. Yeah. Like where I was yep. like, no man, I'm not worth it. And they're like, no, you gave us a series. Like they paid me. It's what I wanted, whether yeah. you like it or not. Yeah. You know, like uh, I remember too, and this was, uh, this was early on. I remember it in the garage that, <clears throat> you know, you're like, Hey, I'm starting this new design. And I instantly, I was like, did you get paid? Did you get paid up front? Yeah. And you're like, no. And I was like, what are you doing, man? You know, and that, and that was, <clears throat> I figured that out pretty early on, <clears throat> excuse me, uh, that getting paid up front, especially in the design world, it, it, it's so important. We, we do it for screen printing. Everything we do, we get 100% up front um, <clears throat> because, um, you know, that's instantly going to bring that value to us yeah. of like, hey, you actually like my style. You like how we do video. You like how we screen print. You like you're coming to us because we do what we do well. Mm -hmm. And so you're going to pay that money up front. And then then we're going to, you know, take you on this journey of trying to dial in everything one so that one, we don't have to charge you more. Yeah. That's a big thing with the design and what Corey, Corey, you've dude, you've dialed that in. So, so good. It, you can obviously adapt and, mm -hmm. and put other stuff in it. But like, um, Corey was just like, yep, we get a hundred percent up front. And they're like, really? It's like, yes. Cause we're going to invest this time into this design. And the, the faster you get back with us is the faster, you know, is because yeah. people always ask like, how long is it going to take? How quick can you respond to? I know, that's what I always tell people to that. my revisions and to my my adjustments and this and that. And you got a three step process, right? Pretty much, yeah. It's like, I mean, like the they reach out to us most of the time, and uh, I pretty much like, yep, this is what it's going to cost for that type of design. Yep. Uh, and and then it's like first step, you send me, uh, you send me the inspo, like, hey, you send me the quote you want on this shirt or you know, whatever, like if there's words, you let me show me some screenshots of some reference photos or images that like inspire this or, or something that you want. And I'm like, send stuff from my Instagram or from anywhere else. Like, you know, if, if you have some direction and then it's pretty much, I, at that point, I'm just like, cool. I start to, and once they, once they pay the invoice, send out the invoice right after that. And, yep. uh, and then, uh, and it just starts designing, design the whole thing or like, which I like to keep the client pretty involved. And so I will like send them like sketches and say, Hey, this is where we're at. I get some feedback. Then we move on to the next step. Really the, the whole process, I've tried to dial it in to where it's like, once we've moved on to the next step, there's no going back. Right. You know, like, cause, because in the past I've gotten to places where I'm all the way an illustrator at this point, I'm no longer drawing. I'm, yeah. I'm over here finalizing. We're choosing color palettes. We're almost yeah. there. And then they're like, never mind. Let's switch it the whole thing up. I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah. And that's where it's like, and, and I, and I, what I do is I inform our clients that like, Hey, uh, my goal is to not have any revisions. Yeah. If we get to this place and there are revisions, there's an additional cost. Yeah. Yep. That's when we start going on an hourly rate. Yeah. Instead of like, hey, this project yeah. from design to finish is going to cost X amount of dollars. Mm -hmm. And these three or four steps or whatever is going to help us get there so fast and yeah. so dialed in. If this next step isn't what you're looking at, let's hit it there instead of 
all right, let's, we're choosing colors. And it's like, Ooh, let's go back. And you're like, okay, it's going to be X amount of dollars because I'm going to spend hours mm-hmm. kind of going backwards. So that, going backwards. Well, yeah. yeah. Well, that's, so, that's, so I can go forward. That's the fastest way to eliminate your profits. I mean, like yeah. that's the thing is like at the end of the day, this is a business and we're here to make money. Yeah. yeah. You have to be able to support yourself. You have to be able to uh, support your family, mm-hmm. you know? So the, 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 I hate the idea of the whole starving artist thing. Yeah. You don't have to be yeah. like, know your value, get paid for your, what you're worth. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, like don't, don't figure out ways where you're not eliminating your profits in your yeah. process. Yeah. Like you have to stay on task, mm-hmm. keep your time dialed in. Yeah. You know, we, we constantly are dealing with that because in business you're pulled a hundred different directions. Yeah. yeah. But there's certain times where it's just like, I just can't do that right now. Mm-hmm. I've got to finish this thing or else we're losing money on this project. Yeah. If, yeah. if you're spending a month on a design, like, and like, I can see like a month on a logo branding package, yeah. you know, big, big package, you yeah. know, you, but if, if someone's reaching out to you and like, yeah, I want this t-shirt design and it's been a month of you going back and forth with this person, yeah. uh, it better be a very high price tag. Yeah. yeah. Like, is that worth a month of your, like, yeah. and say, say it's a $500 design, like yeah. you yeah. made $500 in a month. That's all you got from, from all the month work. Like yeah. that's not very much money. Yeah. You start spreading that out over and that's why I was talking about earlier, like those chargeable hours. Like you have to, like whenever I was first started doing videos, I was like, oh yeah, this video will cost you this much. And then I realized I had spent three hours, you know, in a meeting before we ever talked about that. Yeah. And then multiple like conversations throughout where it was like, th- that's all considered pre-production whenever yeah. you talk about it's like in, in the yeah. video world and design, it's the same thing. It's yeah. you have your, your, your pre-production where you do all your planning phase, where you're working through all the details of everything. We're getting things locked in so we're on the same page. Yeah. So we know what we're doing. We're setting expectations. We're figuring out exactly what we're going to do. Yeah. Then we move into production where this is where we're filming or drawing or you know printing. Yeah. We're, we're doing the thing. Now yeah. we're in production. And then now we have post-production which in video, that's a big part of it because there's the editing process right. and that's where we're, we've already, but we've already decided on everything in the pre-production. So like, I'm not going to get to post-production and you decide you want a different song on this video yeah. yeah, because I'm not going to do that because that changes everything. Yep. And it's pretty much re-editing an entire video after I've already done that. Yeah. And so if you don't set those things ahead of time, you're losing money. Yep. It's disappearing. Yeah. Yep. I mean, yeah, I mean, it's, it's no different if someone like, Yo, I know we agreed that we were going to do uh, white ink uh, on a black shirt or whatever, or, or vice yeah, versa. Yeah, but then, yeah. like, you get to, like, oh, hey, could we also get some, uh, like, the invert of that? You know? <laughs> and it's like, no. Yeah. We just, the order's almost done. We're, we're at the end. Yeah. Well, in, a, in the screen printing realm, uh, this is one of those uh, things that I actually, I've gotten quite a bit is... Um, I don't always do this because it's, it's almost, yeah, it almost creates a lot of problems, but because like my, my clients that I work with, like, I like showing them little teasers and stuff like that. And like, I had this one design that like I maxed it out and it, it, it wasn't one of those designs in my professional opinion, because I've been printing, you know, size artwork on certain size garments, you know, for a while that like, I was like, I'm going to make this as big as I can so that it translates from smalls all the way up to like two X's. Yeah. 
And, and so like, no joke, I got all the shirts done. It was a, a decent size. It was like a five, six color back print. And I like, I was like, Hey, I sent a photo and I was like, why'd I do that? Like I sent the photo and it was actually the design on a two X shirt. Yeah. And they're like, Hey, can we make that bigger? And I'm like, no one, the order's done, but two, we already decided the measurements on the artwork. Like we, you already gave approval and stuff like that. But it's just like, yeah, like we went this route. I was like, that was actually on a bigger shirt. And it was just like, oh yeah, no, it's fine. And it fills up, you know, the shirts on all the other sizes, but it's that thing of like, there's no going back from this. Like, can you we know? make like, that bigger? Yeah. It's, it's not, like, it's well, not a, a, well, a design any, like it's not a, a digital design anymore. Yeah. It's yeah. yes, we can on the next order, you yeah. know, like, that's another thing. I mean, like you, and you gotta be thinking about those things. Like if you're, you know, if this is a very specific, you know, design that the client is like, I want it to fill out seam to seam yeah. on each size. So, yeah. Okay. Those are going to be different prints then. Well, it, these are different <laughs> screens. At yeah. This it point. just, it just turned that five screens into 10 screens. Are you ready to pay for 10 screens? And you, and, know, and, like, and, and you should be charging for that. Yeah. If yep. you're not, you're losing money. Yeah. And like, I, and I'll, I will say this to, to your point is that, you know, I, I know some people don't charge for screens and they just integrate the price of what they want to make per shirt. And that's fine. It, whatever, that's fine. however you want to split it. However you want to make that math work. Yeah. Uh, it, however it, you like to do the breakdown for your customer, but you yeah. better be getting paid for what you're doing. Yeah, exactly. Or your business isn't going to, it's not going to last. Exactly. Yeah. And like, I, just talking about screens, you know, for, you know, getting going, like, you're like, uh, hey, because you just came with me and I'm printing these shirts for you and you chose me over everyone else, I'm going to give you, you know, no, no screen charge for one or two colors. Like, and before I was like, I wasn't charging them. And then, then it's just like, yeah, I won't charge you for that because for them, like they need to hear that. Like they're not being charged extra for something else. I still made what I wanted to make off the shirt. And so however you want to split that, but it's like, um, yeah, just like working with your clients and knowing that, um, you know, when it comes to the screen, if, you know, you have to pay for those screens, Yeah, <laughs> you got to pay for the emulsion to go on those screens and you got to, you know, but at the end of the day, just, just make sure you're, you're getting that to where, what if that screen breaks or that emulsion costs money? Just make sure you're making that at least breaking even. I mean, just, but we're, again, we're a business and we got to make profit. And these are all these areas that the people don't know that it costs you something. And so charge to just hit in yeah. the grain, you know, there is, there are certain situations for sure where it's okay to take a hit on your profits Yeah, to, to make something happen. We don't know anything about that, man. We have done that so many times, <laughs> right? And there's nothing, there's nothing wrong with that. And you have to, you have to make that decision as a business, right? Where we say, this is a client we want to work with. I mean, we literally just did this the other day. We did. I was like, okay, we want to work with these guys. Yep. They're not in a position right now to pay, you know, for their, their budget's not in the position that we want it to be in for what we normally charge for this. Right. Okay. Do we still want to work with them? Yeah. Okay. Let's find a way to meet in the middle. Cause they had a number. Yep. We had a number. Yep. We met in the middle. Yep. And we, cause we both wanted to work with each other. And I was like, all right, that's not what I normally want to do. Yeah. And your, your budget's not where where it needs to be to, to make this happen. Right. Let's meet in the middle because we want this relationship to happen because we know moving forward yeah. that this is going to be fruitful for both. Yep. Yeah. And, and so like you have to make that judgment call and that comes with experience Yeah. because 
you may make that gamble sometimes and it doesn't pay off for sure. Um, but that's where, you know, that's where that experience comes into play. But, but at the end of the day, like, yes, you need to be making profit. You need to be making money or your business will not succeed. Correct. But you can also look for that leeway if it's a client you really want. Yep. Yeah. And it's a client that, that you think is going to help you progress. Right. You know, because that's, we talked about that before too, right? Of like, do more of what you want to do. Right. Like post those things, show what mm -hmm. you want to do. And so it's like, this is a brand that's like, man, if I print their stuff, like it's going to give me an opportunity to take some really cool photos, really show off that like I can do this kind of stuff. And that's going to give me more of that kind of work coming in. Yeah. So like, yeah, I may have lost a little bit of profit off of this one, but I'm going to gain all these other clients because of this connection. Yeah. yeah. And I think there is like, again, there's a time and place because <clears throat> so, I mean, what do we want to try to get across to these clients we want to work with, or even people that it's just like, Hey, like, you know, usually they're coming from bad experiences with other businesses. Yeah. And so it's like, uh, I, it's funny. I, I remember one time I was like, I, I want to work with you. And I, I just told him, I was like, let me prove to you my quality of work. Yeah. Let me prove to you that I'm a professional that, you know, that, um, I, I really have honed in my craft in some areas where you have reached out to people that like are trying to get something around and, and they just haven't honed in the craft and you just want the overall, just that solid, you know, you want a quality product. That's at the end of the day, you want a quality product and someone wasn't able to offer that to you. Here, let me prove you, prove to you. Sure. I'm going to do this and I'm going to. To, to answer that, I've done a lot of like traveling sales stuff over the years. Yeah. And a technique that I've used a lot and I will, I will share this. Uh, <laughs> I, will, I will, this is a, I don't know how Pro secret. Pro tip. Yeah, I don't know. Pro tip. But if you, but, but something that I've noticed that works well is let's say somebody's struggling with a purchase, right? They're like, man, I, I, I don't know if I can afford that. That's a lot, you know, all that kind of stuff. I found that it works because I don't want to make less money, yeah. right? So I don't want to have to, I don't want to give you a discount. First of all, that sets a bad precedent as a business yeah. with that client. Yeah. You, that's how you create problem clients. For sure. Whenever you say like, Okay, fine. I'll give you a discount. So a lot of times what we try to do is instead of giving a discount, say, okay, I understand that this is a struggle. Pay me the same amount we already talked about. I'm also going to add this in. It's easier for us to add something on top of what we're doing and instead of getting paid less for something we wanted to do in, in general. Right. You know what I mean? So it's like for us and then like the photo and video side of things when we're doing things, it's, it's a lot easier for me and Corey to be able to say, you know what? I understand it's a struggle. I understand this is a lot of money. You're not used to this right now where your budget's at. I get that. So what we're going to do for you this time as a way of uh, sweetening this deal for you and saying, thank you is like, we're going to add in 10 extra photos and, and a couple extra, you know, stories or whatever, whatever it is, right? It's easier to add something on than to take money away from the original thing. Right. And, and so how, how, how much harder is it for you after you already have the job set up to, to throw in 10 extra shirts? Yeah. That's a lot easier financially and time-wise because you're already there. Yeah. The job's already set up. Everything's already registered. Yeah. I ordered extra shirts anyway yeah, <laughs> because exactly. in case something happened. Yep. So, oh, I throw these extra shirts in for you. Yep. 
First yeah. of all, clients gonna freaking love you. Yeah. Because you gave them something more. Yep. Um, and then you're not losing money. Right. So that's a technique that I've used a lot and I encourage you to find ways to do that. Yeah. Like look for those opportunities instead of discounting what you're doing. Right. Figure out a way to add more value. Yeah. And what I do and that, yeah, that's, that's solid. Like legitimately what I've done in my just current, I, I've been doing it for a while and some things it, it, it just, it just depends on, I don't know, something else I was thinking about, but I try to just order like one to two shirts extra in each size because I know I'm I possible I'll mess one up um but I'm already in the mix like what you're saying I'm just gonna print those extra shirts and I always put like on like their order for like their paper order forms like this is what you ordered I put right under it a few extras like oh here's two on this size two here 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 and they they see it as soon as it comes in it's like oh wow wait though and then they look back at their order, what they first initial put it first initially put in. And it's like, wait, they gave me a few extras. And it's just like, yeah, I don't know. I my eyes don't examine every square inch of the shirt. You know, like you could open it up and literally see a tiny little stain in a corner that that was from the warehouse of it sitting on a shelf. You know, and I, I just didn't see it. They're like, man, I don't really want to sell that. It's like, oh, well, that's fine because they already put in a few extras in. It's just. Being intentional with that stuff, thinking ahead of like trying to eliminate future problems before they even come yeah. about. Yeah. Yeah. And you, you try to, it, we try to do some quality control on, yeah. on stuff and make sure, I mean, obviously if something's bad or whatever, but like you said, we have some, we have some clients that are extremely, extremely yeah. picky about what they want. Yeah. And I love that. Yeah, I there's lo- nothing wrong with it, but it's yeah. just, you yeah. know, they're extremely picky. And so there may be like a loose him on a sleeve that they're like, we're not selling that. Yeah. It's like, ah, we just didn't catch that. Yeah. Yep. You know, and that, that, that kind of stuff happens, but for sure, it's always good to order extra. Yep. Absolutely. I don't know how we got to this place, but it, it was good. I'm glad we got there. There you go. Free um, of charge. But yeah. So, you know, really the main point of that whole topic was it, for me, it's a mindset thing. Yeah, I think if sure. you can lose the mindset of like you were talking about of like, Oh, I'm just a noob. I don't know anything. It's like, no, you don't know as much. Right. But let that, instead of let, like that being a discouraging thing, let it be an encouraging thing to like push you into like learning more. Mm-hmm. Understand that if you're getting paid and you're doing the work, like you're a pro. Yeah. And that you have value. You do yeah. have value. And, and don't think just because you like what you're doing, like you don't deserve to have <laughs> be paid for it. Yeah. I feel like I've seen a lot of designers, like young designers, new designers coming into the game and they're like, I like, I love that I get to do this. And, and like, they're so excited that they, they get to draw things and they, they get paid for. It. And they're like, they feel like they're not worth, you know, a thousand dollar invoice or something Yeah. because they enjoyed doing it because like maybe they grew up hating their job and said, well, yeah. if you're going to get paid, you have to hate what you do. Yeah. Like, no dude. Like, yeah. Enjoyment doesn't pay the bills. No, uh, not no. even a little bit. It doesn't. And so, no, I like the, uh, that's, a, that's such a good point. Like, uh, I, I remember talking to a young buck about designs. He was like, yeah, dude, I did like this $60 design and, and it was, he had like nine revisions or something and like back and forth and all this stuff for like 60 bucks. And I remember telling him, I was just like, all right, listen, I don't care who it is. The next client 75. Yeah. Regardless of what design it is. Yeah. up your price and he was like well i just don't know and he started off on the whole thing i was like stop no doesn't matter yeah if you don't feel you're worth 75 then do some more learning to get you to that level 
Yeah. Start charging more money. Yeah. Like just put in the effort. Let like, I remember doing those days of like the, the, the videos for no money and, and you get burnt out on that. You, very, you end up, quickly. you end up being like, you know what? I can't support myself yeah. or a family or anything right. on, 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 you know, Oh, I love that I get to work with a camera. It's like, no, you have to be able to pay yeah. your bills. It'd be way cooler to, uh, to be like, man, I, I, I just, I, all, everyone keeps turning down my high prices mm -hmm. and that's why you quit, you know, yeah. versus like I quit because I just got so burnt out on doing low, low price things. And I just, I stopped having, I stopped enjoying it. Yeah. Like it, it, instead of like, man, no, I just kept throwing out high dollars and, and then, and then people were like, no, I'm not going to pay that. And like, well, maybe that's why you quit, whatever. But I don't feel like that. It does, that that's I, pretty rare. I don't know. Pretty, honestly, it is rare. I, I feel I'm more surprised uh, by people wanting to pay invoices, you know? Yeah. Sending them out. Jonathan will be like, hey, uh, let's up that invoice. Let's get a, a higher dollar for that. And I'm like, okay. And I toss it out there. And then all of a sudden I'm like, Dude, they had no problem paying that. They didn't even have any, like literally this week, I feel like I did that where I was like, yeah. you know, someone was asking for of multiple designs all together. And I was kind of like planning it out. And I was like, okay, like a lot of times I just say, hey, let's start with one. But if you, hey, you want three to five designs, this is what it's going to cost. And they yeah. didn't seem to have a problem with it. Yeah. And so I was just like, heck yeah, dude, that's potential five, five designs, lots of money coming in. Yeah. Uh, and, and I could have, I could have hurt myself by trying to stop them and say, Oh, slow it down, man. Right. You right. don't want to spend that much money. Like I don't yeah. know their position. Right. Well, and it's, it's so funny because like, I don't know. I, I, I see that so often of, of the, the, um, the being like surprised of like that, that amount that comes in. Like, I mean, we've, we've seen that a lot where it's just like, but I, I've seen that over the years, like there's going to be a spectrum. There's always going to be people who can't afford you. Mm -hmm. And there's always going to be people who see your price and say, they must not be good enough to work with me. True. Because if your prices are low or too low, then somebody's going to be like, Oh, they must be new or beginners. Mm -hmm. And I don't want, I don't want that. Yeah. You know, it's like, I can, I, I can confidently charge multiple thousand dollar project now for a video yeah. and I'll still have companies be like, Oh, that, but th that their, their proposal was less than 10 grand. Like, no, nope, not working with them. I'm not even looking at it. Yeah. I'm not even looking at any of their stuff because yeah. if they're not charging at least 10 grand, then they're probably not at the level that we need for this commercial project or whatever. Right. Like, so think about that. I mean, yeah. like whenever you're, whenever you're setting prices, like there's always going to be somebody who, who can say, well, I can't afford that. Yeah. And so instead of worrying about losing all these $60 clients that you've been messing with, why don't you go ahead and move up in this bracket? Yeah. Cause there's still going to be people who can say like, Oh, I can't afford that hundred dollars, but you're going to get all the other people that are over here that are saying like, Oh, I never even looked at your stuff before. Cause you weren't charging enough. Right. You know, like you have to, you have to remember that, that, that is a spectrum. Right. There's people out there paying a million dollars for a logo right. you know, because it's very specific and they have the budgets. So true. You know, it, it's, it's funny. Like, don't, don't let that be the hindrance thing. Like raise those prices, baby. Raise them. Raise them. I said, raise them, not raisin. Raisins. 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 <laughs> Can I get paid in raisins, please? Raisins. 
Uh, so I'm looking. Uh, questions? Let's yeah, let's, questions. let's transition to some questions. I like it. Um, actually, I mean, I think we only got like one that is probably um, probably a good topic of discussion because we've, uh, I think we, uh, we haven't hit on it before, but we talk. Um, it's evident for us, uh, people looking at this business of, of like, here, let me see if I can find it. Yeah, hit us with that question. Hit it. Um, <clears throat> all right. Question is, is it good to present the business a bigger than it really is? Kind of like the image mm-hmm. of like, and so I, I'll start it off by saying that has always been my goal. Yeah. <laughs> yeah is uh you know and that that was the transition from the garage to here like i wanted i wanted a studio that are like whoa like 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 just looking at like the studio tells me that they mean they mean business that they can they can handle any task i have for them type deal and uh i remember the get-go like one of the first things we printed in the studio was boxes like our shipping boxes. Yeah. And we've steered away from that. I want to go back to that, but um, like I wanted, especially the shirts that I ship out all over, you know, I wanted them to just get their shirts in a really nice box. Uh, I screen printed four sides of that box. <laughs> um, I even took screen printed some of those boxes. You did. And it took a good while to do them. But like, and then I, you know, paid the branded tape and like even putting like, I had like put like sticker, like I, I made like high quality stickers with our address. So I just slapped that on there and then we'd print out the label to put, you know, for the, you know, the person who was getting the shirts and like I went to town because I wanted them to think we were such a big operation that we had all of our crap together so that they'd put in bigger orders and and again, I will say that we were up for the challenge of, you know, getting the big orders. If you're not in that place, don't overshoot yourself. Sure. Um, but again, we say it and it, it feels like we say it all the time. Just that you have one chance to make a first impression. And so we've had countless of people hitting us up in the DMs of like, how big is your studio? Like, it looks like a warehouse. 1200 square feet like yeah yeah. we're working out of 600 square feet like that is it but i like the fact that they're like wow like they've space looks nice they have nice equipment like looks like they know what they're doing so i can trust them with my order so yeah Uh, i mean back i mean i remember when we were in the garage something that jonathan would say consistently would be like i want people to think that these shirts are being printed in a warehouse, like a big, yeah. substantial, legitimate warehouse. Huge operation. Uh, he's like, that. that's my goal. And so I, I, I think that's always been our goal, even with uh, Catch Wind, like running like a small clothing brand. Yeah. Catch Wind is very small. Like, But I have people all the time say like, dude, your stuff looks like really like professional. It looks like at the top. Like, yeah. and, and really, because a lot of my mindset is, I look at some of these really big brands that are doing great, that have an awesome aesthetic, that are crushing it. And then in my mind, I'm just like, all right, that's who I'm competing with. Yep. I'm not, I don't, I don't really look at these other small brands that 
technically they might they might have more followers than us they might sell sell more orders than us yeah. i'm not really even looking at them to see what they're doing because i'm like i'm not trying to be like them i'm trying to be like the the best yeah and so that's that's my goal and so i'm gonna I'm not going to be satisfied with digital mock-ups on my website. I'm going to take the time and I'm going to take perf- like my own photos yep. of, of the real garment with the shirt because that's what the, that's what these bigger brands are doing. They have yep. the actual garment. So yep. that's what I'm going to do too. Or, or yeah. models yeah. Or, or yeah, going that next, that next step mm-hmm. and, and doing that. And, and really it's like people take you a lot more seriously people are a lot more willing to pay like what we've been talking about a higher price yeah. for stuff. Cause they're like, Whoa, these guys are, these are professionals. They're a big deal. They're, they know what they're doing. And so, you know, they're, they're going to pay, pay your higher price and they're not even going to really be worried if, is it worth it Yeah. versus like, Oh, well that guy's just in his garage or whatever. So I could probably get a sweet deal from that. Like, yeah, no, you're a professional. You deserve to be paid properly. And what they also don't think is when you're in your garage for all my garage printers, shout out, represent is guess what? That's when you're spending the most money. <laughs> like I, like I get it. You don't have overhead on a, a commercial space. Like you're working with a, you know, a, a smaller press and you don't have a flash dryer or you don't have a kit. Like, like you're doing these orders to try to make money to spend. There's just a lot of initial investment. Mm-hmm. It's like, yeah, like make sure that, you know, most people don't dive in with every piece of equipment. Right. Yeah, you know, they slowly add on. Yep. Something I I think, you know, the the biggest thing I hear about that is is I've I've heard some of those questions before of just, you know, the should you want to appear bigger than you are and stuff like that. And yeah, I mean like you were saying Jonathan, there are there are moments I think where you can bite off more than you can chew and yeah. and you can get caught up in a in a spot where it's like yeah, we probably probably portrayed a little too much there or whatever. And that can happen. Um, But I think there's a reason, you know, like when you hear like those cliche statements, there's a reason why they become cliche Mm -hmm. in the first place is because they're, they're true. Um, They've been said over and over again because they really are true. And I think one of those cliche statements is uh, dress for the job you want, not the job you have. Yeah. And there's a reason for that. Yep. You know, uh, when you get up in the morning and you put on a suit, you know, like this is about as dressed up as our, you know, suits get here. But, <laughs> but I'm just saying like, even whenever I'm working from home, I've done some video editing and stuff from home. I found if I roll out of bed and stay in my underwear <laughs> and edit like that for the day, I don't get as much done as when I get up and take a shower and get dressed and put shoes on and, yeah. and like get dressed. Yeah. Um, that way I could take, you know, video meetings if I need to throughout the day. I'm not <laughs> scrambling to find a shirt, right. put a hat on real quick, you know, yeah. for one. But you just, you feel more put together. Right. You feel ready to go. Yep. It, like being prepared, it, it it affects the way that you do things. Yep. And so I think if you think about that from a business perspective of, hey, we, you know, we show up and we kind of put a little more effort into into some of these things, into some of the aesthetics and in the way that we do things because we have an image that we're trying to portray yeah. um, and it does make a difference. And some people may not see the importance of that. Um, but I think that we can be a pretty good example of how that can be a very positive thing Yeah, and can really benefit your business in yeah. a lot of ways. I mean, we have clients from all over the country yep. 
you know, I was telling, just telling some people yesterday about that. Like we have clients, we have several clients out of California. Yeah. Do you have any print shops are in California? They, why are you printing with a random three man, actually two, because I have nothing to do with printing. Yeah. So you're, you're going with this little operation in the middle of, you know, Indiana. It's because of the way that we've made our stuff look. I'm not saying that you're not a good printer. All right. You know, you're professional. Yeah. Right. <laughs> but no, you, like, but you have, high, you have high quality prints. You have a high standard of, you know, of quality control of like, yep. this is, I want everything to look a certain way coming out of here. Yep. I don't care whether it's a, a basic design or it's the super complicated multicolor thing. Like it's going to look good. Yep. That's also, you know, being professional, like, you know, not saying, hey, you know, just because I'm a small shop, I don't have to take care of my stuff, but saying, I don't, I don't care that I'm a small shop. I'm going to have high standards, as, the same standards as, as a, you know, a giant warehouse would. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, really cool, like, kind of situation was uh, I, did, I did this job, and uh, it, was, it was a simple, it was, I miss these jobs. It was a one-color vintage print. <laughs> <laughs> like uh it was like actually like a a, a light limeish green on a forest green shirt like knocked him out like it was no joke it was like a two-day turnaround i was like heck yeah like felt good like got the shirts in already had the screen burnt knocked him out that day and i get a text from the client after he received them he's like he's like man thanks so much for like one knocking it out that fast but when I opened the box, I could tell you cared about me by the way you folded the shirts. <laughs> He's like, I was just really impressed. And I was like, wow. You know, like, yeah, I like the sleeves tucked in, looking like a dang, you know, rectangle, like just fits in the box and just. Like you it, tried. <laughs> yeah. Like, and I was like, wow. Yep. You know. I got his business, you know, like, yeah. because I cared about, didn't even talk about the print. <laughs> didn't even talk about like the box. It was the way you folded shirts. Yep. The way you folded shirts is what sealed the deal for him. Yeah. Which so, is great. Yeah. Again. So it's just being intentional about those things. And so, so to answer the question. Yeah. Well, definitely. I think it's a good idea to, to, yeah. you know, find ways to dress for the job you want. Yeah. That's There's good. nothing wrong with uh, making yourself look good. Yep. And, uh, you know, whether that's online or in your physical location, yep. even if it's in your garage, you can make your garage look dope. Yep. And and uh, you can set it up and still take some rad photos and promote yourself in a very, you know, high, you know, high quality way. Yep. Um, without being like, oh, I'm just a garage printer. It's like, yeah. dude, you know how many people are making bukus of dollars out of their garage? Like. Yep. You know, you can still be a really high quality printer. Yep. Printing out of a garage. Absolutely. Yeah. So um, yeah, that was a good little, uh, good little lightning round. Yeah. 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 Mm, there's really nothing else. Um, <laughs> wow. Let's finish with that. So again, two times in a row. All right. All right. Um, yeah, guys, I think that's it. So yeah, is that, is that it? I think that's a good wrap up point. Yeah. Uh, last thing is, Here it is. we're going to have always last thing. The uh, gold ticket items. We're going to have a link again. Just a shout out to that. Yeah. Help us out. Nominate some other shops. Nominate yourself. 
let's give away some equipment. Let's help you guys out. Uh, let's even if it's adding a service to your business and make some more money, let's do it. Yep. Uh, nominate some people, nominate yourself. And uh, yeah, we appreciate you guys. Thanks for listening. Uh, means a lot. It really does. Yeah. It's always a blast. Until the next episode. See you there. See you in the air. Shut up. Well, arf on you later, little doggies. Arf!